Welcome back to the Empire's New Clothes. I'm your host, Brad from MacArthur. We're here again with Dylan Jenkinson. Thanks again hey, for Brad joining, Bird. Dylan. Yeah, good to see you, man. Yeah. So yeah, what have you, what you, have you been uh, up to today? I, I, actually, I know what you've been up to today, but you got to tell us. <laughs> yeah, we were texting earlier. I just climbed. Um, and then maybe what you don't know is we celebrated with some beers afterwards. So I'm a little, that was a bit ago. So I'm a little sleepy at this point. But yeah. All good, man. All good. I um, exciting news today for for me is that we actually just had an inspection today actually on my home, so we should should close tomorrow. And uh, I mentioned last week that we were in the process of the whole real estate. Yeah, thing, yeah. So I just had a nap myself, so you you, you, <laughs> you hit a nap after this conversation, and uh, I promise it'll feel good. Yeah, we got two sleepy folks over here. So you list, you just listened to Tavi, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, great conversation, man. Um, it was uh, it was interesting. I, I like at close to the beginning of your conversation, he mentions mm -hmm. really, it's like in passing. He's talking about his, his growing up in Brazil and inflation, and just that experience of of seeing his dad. And he's talking about his dad being a businessman yeah. and buying like an asset. Well, we'll leave it for the interview for people to to hear about. But he like buys like you know, something that none of us would think of as like, uh, you know, hey, we need to put money into savings. What, what should we do? So he, he bought this asset to to avoid uh, inflation. And I was like, wow, that's that's so fascinating. Um, I mean, it was it, well, it's a motorcycle. He bought a motorcycle. The story doesn't work without me mentioning <laughs> the specific. And I'm like a used motorcycle. I mean, that's that it's just, you know, little details sometimes strike like jump out you yeah. know, of, of how we try to survive a moment. And uh I never uh, would have thought that. Yeah, man. That you'd be buying odd, a used you know, motorcycle like, to. Yeah, use it, using a motorcycle to like to like uh, secure against mm -hmm. the market. You know, if I buy this motorcycle today, in two months I can sell it for a little bit more, because inflation's going crazy. That's 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 interesting. You know, I I can jump in with a story there. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so it's funny you mentioned a motorcycle because actually six years ago, without ever thinking about trying to bypass inflation, um, I actually bought a car for $50 from a friend. He owed me 40, so I actually only paid, uh, sorry, he owed me 10, I actually only paid 40. Um, and then it was an old Geo Metro. It was a total rust bucket. Oh, man. And then a couple years later, I actually sold it for $600. So it goes to show used cars don't always depreciate. And so maybe a used motorcycle, if there's inflation, of course you're going to keep your, keep your purchasing power. Mm -hmm. I've actually thought about that recently with rifles because uh, firearms tend to appreciate sometimes as well. If you buy the right one, they're definitely not always depreciating assets. Um, is this isn't like exactly my investment portfolio here buying <laughs> firearms Yeah, because I enjoy hunting. And so it's like fun to use them, but I've actually thought about it recently that, okay, maybe there's other element here that if I was to purchase a firearm for hunting, maybe this isn't just throwing money away. It might actually like maintain my purchasing power. And that's so what you, it, you start wife, thinking right? weird things. When you went to buy the yeah. next hunting rifle or yeah. Yeah, you yeah. think of strange things when inflation's in the air, though, and I think that's what Tavi was getting at, mm. is that if we're transitioning into a period of inflation, which we haven't seen since the 70s in North America, he spoke a lot about Brazil, it's where he grew up, mm. and, you know, Latin America, you have pockets of inflation here and there quite often. Um, but if we're transitioning to inflation here in North America, it's a different mindset. It's a different beast. 
and his point was that your a large portion of your population who's alive today isn't used to that. Mm. Yeah, um, he you know a large portion of the population has no emotional memory or like you know yeah it's a good point a lot of our emotional memory of 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 an experience Mm -hmm. shapes how we react and and i i think it's true that if we haven't experienced something before often we don't imagine that something bad could happen you know i i I, I actually have a not to go too too uh too deep um or dark take me there well, my my <laughs> my sister passed away some number of years ago from a oh, motorcycle sorry. accident, actually. Um, oh, no. no. But I mention it because when I was young, if somebody didn't show up at the time that they were supposed mm-hmm. to be there, I just assumed like they're just running late. And then if they're an hour late, mm-hmm. I just assume they lost their phone, their phone's dead. And I remember thinking all of those things. And mm-hmm. um, And when it turned out that my sister had passed away, that that shaped you know every 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 time after that that, that oh, somebody wow. was like two hours late and hadn't contacted anybody it became a possibility that something bad had happened and before that it wasn't it wasn't something that i would uh have thought you know so i think mm-hmm. you know you, when you have a generation that has never had you know it's kind of like oh things go bad but like they always come come back right you know that's yeah that 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 emotional the the um you know, so for the for the uh, older generation or those who are are actually reading and putting themselves in the shoes of the older generation through study or just immersing themselves in considering those things, that is it is very useful because it opens you up to the ability to say, like, what is the what is a more uh, you know long long term truth here that something bad mm-hmm. could happen. Like if you mismanage things, like there's actual consequences. You can't just uh, sometimes you do have to pay the piper. Um, so that's not uh, directly related to my sister, but the, in the, in the economy sense, you know, um, Tavi talked yeah. a lot about, um, one of the things I thought that was really interesting was him talking about emerging markets and how a lot of emerging mm-hmm. markets never emerge. You know, they're just emerging for a long period of time. And he talked about Brazil going through these cycles of building up and then kind of collapse and building up and collapse and one of the things that he pointed to was a a political or like um, just the, the the self-control and discipline that it would take to go from emerging to established to like to mm-hmm. having a currency, for instance, that was strong. And that pull, yeah. the short term pull, especially for policymakers to say, I got four years in office here and it just makes more sense for like we just make more money immediately if i let the devalue our currency and sell a bunch of stuff and then like i my friends get rich i get rich you know it's it it's very short term thinking and he was talking about just the, the that slow growth pain of wanting to actually have a strong currency would would take long term thinking and some some sacrifice of kind of the sugar high of the of the uh, kind of just debasing your currency and making a lot of money in the short term. So I found that really interesting because it talked to, it kind of spoke to the character and, you know, kind of deeper questions of like the character of the people who are leading and really the character also of the people who are, um, what, 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 what we demand as, a, as, as citizens, you know, do we demand immediate mm-hmm. gratification of kind of all the things that we're hoping for, or are we actually looking for like a longer term future that's more stable and, and mature 
Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to say I, I apologize for joking when you were talking about going deep and uh, oh, man. I, it's okay. it's, it's... I, I did not know that that happened to your sister. And so okay. that's obviously very tragic. Um, but that is a, that is a, you know, I think you bring up a, a pretty real example there of that us as humans, for some reason, we cannot learn from other people's experiences. I, I, I'm speaking for myself and just seeing from others. Like we have a very difficult time. I know for myself, like my mother, she was in a like very bad car accident when she was younger. She fell asleep while driving. And so she told me like, just like you have a really real experience with your sister. She told me like, you know, sleeping and driving is worse than drinking and driving. Like do not obviously sleeping and driving, but like uh, driving sleepy, like driving right. tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously yeah, sleeping and driving sleeping is worse because you're guaranteed in the ditch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> anyways, that's what she was, she was uh, relating. And, you know, I had been told this and then Lo and behold, to no one's surprise, I, uh, I had a motorcycle as well when I was younger. I fell asleep driving my motorcycle one time. Wow. I don't know how I survived. I woke up cornering. I, I mean, tell me how. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I somehow managed to like steer asleep. I have no idea what's going on. Anyways, I, I can tell you what. I'm job I used to work when I, at graveyards when I was 18, but go on. Yeah. Because I had a few yeah. experiences like that too. How did that last? Where, where did that last like two kilometers go? I kind of don't remember it, but. Yeah. Like not. So, yeah, anyways. I, exactly. But to that point of guess what? I don't ever do anymore. I mm -hmm. do not drive tired. I pull over immediately. And so that's just his what he's saying with inflation is this is a real thing. Inflation comes and goes and we might have a period of inflation and guess what? You guys don't really get it. Like you guys don't get it. And he gets it because he grew up experiencing that, but we did not. Mm. And I think just like with the sleeping and driving or like your experience with your sister, we have a hard time learning lessons from even our parents or anyone close to us. We have to experience it firsthand. And so perhaps we're going to experience inflation. I don't know, <clears throat> but I, I do think that's a prescient point of, you know, just because you haven't felt the pains of something doesn't mean it doesn't, doesn't exist. And it also doesn't mean we shouldn't take it seriously. Right. Now, one thing about inflation, we got like, I know we got like a minute or two left here to, to chat, but one thing about inflation that I sometimes wonder about is we've all, we all experience inflation. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, 20 years ago when I bought my first car, it cost a lot less than yeah. that same car would cost. <clears throat> and we've all experienced like a measure. It's very, you know, slow, but everything is in proportion. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I find interesting is, you know, he talked about these different risk factors um, all piling up. And it's really about that, that point where you've, given up any ability to do anything like meaningful because for instance you can't actually raise interest rates to control inflation because you've become so dependent upon debt yeah. so it's really it's really this like you know we all know that there's moments where we have to go into debt in in life like there's appropriate times to buy a house or do you know do something maybe get an education 
you know, all of these things are relative, obviously, of, mm-hmm. of uh, who you are and at the moment that you find yourself. But um, in a sense, like, we, you know, we've been living on this, uh, we've been kind of backing ourselves uh, into, it's like, you know, the best ec- economy ever, you know, or whatever people would talk about in the last couple of years in, in the U.S., a huge sugar rush from tax cuts and things like that. And, and meanwhile, we're really like in the best economy going more and more and more into debt and giving up really any position of of leverage to be able to fight against inflation. And so my 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 problem is not with inflation. We've all experienced that the prices you know have gone up over 20 years. That's normal. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you get to the point where you can't control out, you know, out of control inflation people can't make any more money but then their expenses uh go way beyond what they can afford and there's there's no way for a society to react in a way that actually protects the most vulnerable and you know will protect us all but you know let's face it the people that will rise up and uh are the people who will be really angry are the ones who can't feed themselves and say you know hey i I don't remember making these decisions (laughs) over 20 30 years to to borrow this much money of mm-hmm. course as a as a as a society we're all making decisions that are based upon like do we want the immediate gratification and this goes back to his this is where i kept on thinking of his example of brazil or or other emerging markets where you know you have this short-term gratification hey i'm only around for a little bit longer let's just borrow that money build that thing make that you know let uh let's debase our currency so we can make a lot of money and uh and uh you know it's it's just you end up in this cycle of building and then it crashes building and then it crashes Mm -hmm. and i i just um you know i i feel for for all of us because there's real world consequences uh when people can't can't afford to uh buy necessities or you know that type of thing it's 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 not a good situation yeah well um yeah i think to wrap this up you know People always talk about, oh, market's breaking, society breaking, what's going to break first? It's a question I ask our guests pretty often, and no one knows, of course, but it's interesting to see where people kind of take that. But I think at the end of the day, if people can't afford food, that's when you know the the, the game is up, and it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to go to the streets, you're, you're, like, you're going to eat, or you're at least going to try everything in your power. So that's kind of the end. That's the the worst example of inflation, of course. I certainly ha- hope we don't go there. Maybe we don't even go inflation. There's, you know, there's a strong debate between inflation and deflation. And there's a lot of really intelligent people arguing both sides. And Tavi argued inflation. And, you know, some folks around here argue deflation, which is in- interesting too. Um, mm. But yeah, let's wrap this up. Dylan, you got to take a nap. Maybe I'll just keep drinking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> take a nap. I got out of a nap, man. You need to take a nap. You, okay, yeah. <laughs> you need to post a picture of where you were today. Now that you've mentioned it cuz you showed me the picture, but I don't think when p- most people think like hiking or climbing, uh, let's face it, they don't think of 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 what what I saw, which is you hanging off the side of a <laughs> of a cliff. Um maybe 3 300 meters up, I don't know. How what would you say? 200 200 300 Uh I don't know. Yeah, 3 3 or 400 meters. It was um Anyways, yeah, on the side of my favorite hunk of granite, that's for sure. You're like, you're like, yeah. Anyways, so you know, just a humble brag. <laughs> but, you know, it's my favorite you know, hunk of granite just down the street. <laughs> yep, backyard crag. 
Um, nice. Well, Dylan, yeah, thank, thanks for joining. See you, Bradford. See ya.